Hello and welcome back to Upilile, the podcast. Here to serve your emotional wellness is Uzama Wutlemolefe, but my family calls me Uzama. And I guess we are at that point in the Upilile community where we can declare ourselves as a family. So in order to grow this family, please make sure that you're subscribed and show some love to the different conversations by leaving a like or a comment. But most importantly, share Upilile as a gift to those you love and desire a healthy emotional well-being for. Because my belief is that the various factors that influence us internally, whether it is our upbringing, family dynamics, or environmental factors, they trickle into how we show up in the various areas of our life. So this platform is purpose to provide a space where we have the uncommon conversation, allowing you to feel seen in your set of circumstances. And I have the pleasure of serving you in conversation because my favorite form of art is the art of conversation and hopefully leading you to an introspection so that you have a chance to show up as your most healed and authentic self in the environments of your calling. My desire is for you to live, fully live, so enjoy this conversation we are back in with a brand new podcast conversation so this podcast conversation is actually linked to one i did a couple of years ago i think the year was 2020 yes it was the beginning of the year and i was looking to work on certain things in my life i think the episode is titled um asking for help and i really was struggling with asking for help it was actually crazy so those who know me know that i'm vertically challenged uh, meaning that i'm very short and i'd go into a shop and if the item was on a shelf that i couldn't reach instead of calling a person who worked at a shop or worked at the shop and asking them to help me reach that particular item i would literally leave the shop without the item because asking for help just made me so 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 anxious right and at that time in that conversation i was speaking about pride i was speaking about obviously also knowing who to ask for help and i was also speaking about enabling yourself to be vulnerable again when you have asked for help and it's been thrown in your face or you've become a topic of conversation or people were talking about you or that situation that you brought forth to a particular person was used against you right and I am proud to say a couple of years later, I'm in a much better place. Like if I'm in a shop and I can't reach a particular item, I will go to a person who works in the shop and I'll ask for that help. You know, it has gotten better with time. And I think now I'm in a season where I'm embracing receiving help even when I think I'm okay, right? There is this thing where as women we have this notion that oh okay i can do it by myself and i don't really need help with that and when someone is offering that help it has become a badge of confidence that oh i can do it and i don't need you to help me because there's just this space of vulnerability that receiving or asking for help puts you in so i feel like i'm in that space and that time of my life where i'm like okay maybe I don't have to have every single thing figured out. Maybe I can actually enable people who are further along than me in a particular space of their life, help me out with a particular thing, right? So I was just stepping out of a time period where a friend of mine from church really helped me. I mean, 
help, help, help. And I'm, I'm one of those people, in as much as I have been embracing helping or being helped, there was this whole notion in my head or this constant argument in my head as well that I would accept help, for example, as I was making an example about the shop, because I knew that person worked at the shop, you know, but I'd still feel some type of way when a person was helping me and it was putting them in an inconvenience of sorts. You know, I would allow myself to inconvenience um, my family because I'm like, oh, okay, you know, I'm, I've been graced enough that my family is put in my life in this season so that we help each other. So I know, okay, if my mom inconveniences herself in this way and is helping me with this and this and such a thing, I know I can still pay it forward because I live with my mom, right? But if it's like a friend or, or someone else and really that help is going to put you in an inconvenient space, I still had some reservations with that, right? So I was put into that situation recently and I was with a friend of mine and they were helping me with something and it was over an extended period of time and in as much as they were really graceful, they were kind about it, but it was an inconvenience to a certain degree, right? And I was just like trying to show that as best as I could, you know, because as people, with helping you or um, enabling themselves to extend that hand of help. You don't want a person to end up being in a space where they regret, oh my gosh, why did I actually offer this? Because not only is it inconveniencing them, but the way in which we're carrying ourselves when they're helping us doesn't all the way paint a picture of gratitude. And that's actually what I wanted to talk about today, right? That it is so important that we are aware of ourselves when people are helping us, especially over an extended period of time. So as I said, um, uh, over the past month and a half, um, I think just to paint a young scenario, um, I, I, I needed a, a change, a change of environment. I needed to be somewhere different. I needed to just go try my luck somewhere else and just go see what the world has out there outside of KZN, right? Because I'm in KZN. So um, I approached a friend of mine and I said, hey, sis, um, such and such and such a thing. Um, I would love for you to please host me for a month and a half or two months. I think the the rough estimate at the beginning was two months, right? And then the friend is like, oh, okay, cool. No problem. You can come through. Now, if anyone knows me, they know that, um, or as I've shared actually previously on this podcast, I was raised by my mom and my mom was a single parent. So it was just the two of us riding out this life thing for a while there. And if I'm not at my mom's, I'm at my dad's, right? But beyond that, I'm not a person who really visits relatives like that. You know, I'm very cautious about, um, you know, things like overstaying my welcome, being somewhere for too long. Then all of a sudden, like the conflicts are ending way sooner because now you've been here for an extended period of time. So, <laughs> so all of that, I've just, I've just never been that person who visits for lengthy periods. You know, when people were going over to relatives' homes over the holidays, I was at home and I'd go to my dad's place and I would just swap in between my mom's and my dad's. So this was going to be a first time experience of going to live with someone for an extended period of time. Because I mean, 
two months is a very long time. And this person is not even my family, you know? So um, that was quite awkward. And I, I, I was just telling myself, okay, you know, um, this is really something out of my comfort zone. Um, she was very gracious about it. She's like, no, no, don't worry. You can come through and stuff. And obviously she was working. And it was just this whole thing in my head. I'm like, okay, you know, should I just stay at home where I'm comfortable? Or should I take this step and really just go see somewhere else, see somewhere different? So I went over to her place. Um, I think it lasted for a month and a half. And it was great. I had a good time. Um, she took care of me very well. But I think I realized something because I was comparing my situation to things that I've heard before. And I thought this would be something really good to talk about. And the first thing I think that I wanted to talk about in this space of receiving help is the understanding first and foremost of not being entitled to people's help, right? Understanding that we're not entitled to people's help. It is amazing when people serve us in that way. It is amazing when people op open up their homes or share their resources with us, but we aren't entitled for them to do that for us regardless of the title of the relationship right sometimes we think oh okay you know she's my friend <laughs> she should want to help me and if you have a group of friends you know that it's not their job because if it was their job to do a particular thing all of your friends would be helping you all of the time you know for the mere fact that that is not the case it means that Oh, okay, when someone does extend that hand of help, it is them being kind, it is them being caring, it is them being gracious. Not saying that those of our friends who maybe might be uncomfortable with extending a hand in a particular way, um, they aren't kind or gracious. Maybe there are certain ways that they serve us as friends, but you are not entitled to anyone's help. Not family's help, not a friend's help. You know, because I feel like sometimes when you step in with a mindset that, oh, they owe me this, it kind of messes up with the way in which we show gratitude during that experience. And then the second thing is your gratitude should last the duration of the help and even go beyond that, right? What do I mean about that? I think so many times when we ask for help, we show so much gratitude in the initial stage, right? Oh, okay. This person is, open, is opening up their door to me. I am so grateful. And then as soon as I am there, I start to relax. I start to get comfortable. I start to not see what an opportunity this is, what a kind gesture this is. And some people start to move in a way where it's just not saying gratitude, right? It is just not saying gratitude. So... It's very, very important. As I was sharing with you guys, I think this is something that I need to dive deeper and share with you guys that the gratitude also is not just a matter of attitude and saying that, oh, I'm so grateful. Oh, I'm so grateful. In this example, as I said, my friend opened up her home to me, right? Um, while my friend has opened up her home to me, I was there for a month and a half. That means I'm obviously going to be using her resources inside her home. Right. That means we're going to be sharing her space, whereas she could have been enjoying her space by herself. But what I what how I think gratitude should be further expressed is that, OK, my friend works a full day's work. Right. 
when she's gone, in my gratitude, what am I doing to ensure her life is easier in the meantime while I am here, right? So that in as much as they may be that inconvenience of, oh, okay, now I have an additional person that I constantly have to be aware of every time I'm in my space. But there must also be a positive side of you being around as an individual, right? In this case, my friend would go to work, she'd come back at five, her house is clean, the meal is cooked. <laughs> you know? um, I asked during the day, you know, what can I do um, for you? I chip in where I'm able to chip in financially. But what I'm saying in essence is that your gratitude, in as much as yes, there is that gratitude initially of your words. Oh, I'm so grateful for this opportunity of whatever. But it's also important that it is extended while you're there so that there is a positive, there is a good thing about you being in that particular space, about them opening that door for you. Because I think one of the most important things to remember about a person lending you a, help of ha a helping hand is that however you choose to use that opportunity also speaks to those who are coming behind you who are going to be asking for help from that same person, right? What people usually do is that they don't think of that. Oh, okay, you know, since this person is helping me, however I choose to use this opportunity, however I decide to serve them in this season while they're helping me, also determines how they step into that next opportunity that requires them to help the next person, you know. If you leave a person scarred and they come back from work and you're still chilling in bed and the bed is not done and you're expecting them to cook the pots or, you know, you're sitting there wasting their precious, precious electricity by having the heater going on the whole day. You haven't taken a shower. You're doing this and that and the other. That person will become so traumatized that even the next person who comes, who might even be um, a little bit more genuine than you or a little bit different and would have been more grateful than you will not get the opportunity for the help because they are so traumatized by your actions while you are in their space. So what I'm saying is that when you're being served or when you're being helped or when a person has enabled themselves to serve you in that way for a particular season, your gratitude must go beyond just your words. Your gratitude must turn into actions. The way in as much as they may be serving you by enabling you to be in their space, there are ways in which you could be serving them by being in their space, you know, um, in as much as it may be of differing, differing value, but serve the way that you can for that duration. You know, as and move with entitlements that, oh, you know, they're my friend. Well, they are my family member. You know, there was a certain situation that had me actually comparing these two seasons while I was at a friend and there was an extended family member who was living with my grandmother. And by the time this extended family member left, so many people <laughs> were not talking to each other, right? Because this person would come to visit and have that place to stay for that period of time was so... I don't want to say chaotic, but they were so 
loose in their actions. You know, they started talking about A to B and then talking about B to C and then about C to D. And then A, B, C and D, by the time you leave, aren't even talking to each other because of the way in which you stewarded that gift of a person serving you in that way or helping you in that way. I think it is so important that we are cautious of the way in which we move. We're cautious of the opportunities that are given to us when a person is helping you. No one is entitled to help you at all times. You know, another story that I'm thinking about, um, there was also this man in our church and he has a, a, a company and he runs this company. And what he used to do is that when you would have someone who is just like fresh out of varsity with a possibly related qualification to what his office work was or what his company work was, he'd take you in for that internship for however a couple of months so that you'd be stepping into the workplace with some sort of experience. And living in the age that we live in now, we know how valuable that is. But because some people stewarded that help so horribly, you know, and they'd come back to their families and they'd be talking about, oh, this family does this and that and the other, and then they'd become the talk of the church. This person decided that they were no longer going to do that, right? Because the last time they'd done that and try to help a person, that person stewarded that help so badly that they left them so scarred that they never wanted to help again. So I think it's just important to recognize that the way in which we steward help from whoever helps us also speaks to how they help the next person. So when you're serving that person in that season, when you're doing your best and when you're helping out the best way that you can to the capacity that you can help, it also speaks to the next person that will need that help. So let us be cautious in our movement that it's not just about me. It's not just about me getting what I want, but how I govern this and how I steward this will ultimately determine whether this person who was helping me can help the next person as well. It's a mouthful. <laughs> but also just something to think about, something to think about, something to ponder on, something to help you to move graciously. Yeah, or move with, no, graciously, but also move with gratitude, right? So that's all that I wanted to share with you guys in this podcast conversation. Uktula magbegini, peace be unto you.